0: This is a Bulldog Radio
1: podcast.
0: We are back on the MVSP. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Joby Wan Kenobi. <laughs> How's it going today, brother?
2: <laughs> it's going pretty good. We got a very special guest today. Uh, bringing him up on the show, my friend Darius. How's it going, man? Good. How are you? Very happy to have you on the show, yeah. Brandon. I'm happy Glad to be we're here. having
0: more guests. And if you want to be a guest, you know what to do. Go to Twitter at the MVSP and send us a message. Tell us why you want to be on the show, and you can be the next guest. But no time to waste. Let's dive right in. Joe, what's going on on campus this week?
2: Fellas, Ferris men's and women's basketball team plays tonight at eight p.m. at Purdue Northwest, um, and then uh, Wisconsin Parkside on Saturday. Uh, last game against Purdue Northwest, we did get a quick win. Uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty narrow, at least if I do say so myself. Um, they came in with a eighty-two to seventy-seven win. Uh, it was a pretty close game. Uh, not a whole lot of scoring from our side. Uh, they're just kind of spread out most of the time. Dorian Alouye, uh with 24 points he led the team along with Greg Williams having 16 and everyone just kind of spread out with just about six nine points a couple guys had four um, but Brandon what what's your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah it was a great game and um, analyzing Ferris for this this season I mean we've been shooting the ball extremely well 37 percent from three and four just over 46 percent I'm sorry 47 percent 47.6 to be exact from the field. But I mean, uh, this team is so dynamic. We got so many interchangeable pieces. We got guys that can score all the time. We got big guys in the threat, especially our um, center, or I should say both centers, uh, with Walker and
2: Logan the, Ryan. Yeah. Yes,
0: Logan Ryan. Yes, thank you. But we've just had a great season, and I just want to keep this rolling. And it's gonna have to be this weekend.
2: Darius, have you really caught any games yet this season? Yeah, uh, I've anything? caught a couple.
1: Uh, I noticed that. They're a second half team, definitely. definitely yeah, I agree yeah. That.
0: But yeah, Ferris, we're hoping the best. And as now we go into the the ladies, they are also playing
2: Wisconsin uh, Parkside or Purdue Northwest. today, Excuse me. Yeah. Um. Last game they won seventy to seventy seven in an overtime victory. Uh, that was a very good game to watch as well, Brandon. What did you guys say about that too? It's also the same
0: as. The the guys team. I mean, we've been playing so well, and especially at ho- especially at home, with our crowd behind us. So we just want to see that keep going. Riley Blair. We've said her all the time. She's really the catalyst of this team. She's the leader. We got great complimentary pieces around her. I think that the coaching staff's doing a fantastic job, and that we just need to keep this rolling as we enter the near postseason.
2: hmm And the last uh, last game, the. The younger players on the women's team, junior guard Adrian Anderson, she had 24 points. And Mallory McCartney had 22, uh, along with 11 rebounds and four steals. And I think that's just kind of a testament for, if you haven't listened to the Mikes and Takes interview with Riley Blair, she said that uh, they've just been kind of mentoring the freshmen. They've just been trying to make it so that there's a program to be left behind after they graduate in the freshmen have really been stepping up as well as you've just been seeing a lot of these games that it's not just Raleigh Blair and all these seniors that are doing all the work. You kinda have to turn on to those freshmen those younger younger ladies that have more years here. And I think that's just a really good sign for these games coming up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now moving on into the coldest of the sports. Moving into the hockey team, Friday and Saturday games against Bowling Green State. What are your guys' thoughts on our crazy competition coming up.
2: You know, the thing about the hockey team this year is I've been to a couple of games, and I've come to notice that we dump the puck way too much. Oh. We're we're, run, we're literally chasing after the puck so much that like we just can't... Once we get set up, we're fine. We have a good enough team that we can get enough shots on that that we can get people to spread out. We can open up the ice and just get good redirects, maybe good passes, but it just all comes down to getting set up because when we're just running and dumping the puck, we just have no time to even get set up. We're just gassed all the time by the comes the third period and we can't do anything.
0: Yeah, I I could agree with that as well. And obviously, this is a young team, and we we've got some we've got some years ahead of us. And I'm really excited about this this team coming up. I mean, we had the, the nice run to the Frozen Four, and from there we haven't gotten back to that level. But I think we can get there. All right. So. I mean, and then
2: when you look at Bowling Green State as well, they're 15 and 13 overall in the in the conference, so they're kind of sitting right in the middle. Just to, uh, they're above Ferris, or Ferris at least. Uh, but you know they're only a 5 31 win percentage so far, 10 and 10 in the conference. But when you look at their record in a lot of these teams that we've lost to, big like Western Michigan, when we lost what was it, eight to eight to two, I believe. Uh, they beat Western Michigan both times 2-1, to even one time in overtime. So they're a very good team. It's just going to all come down to if we're going to be able to match that competition, if we're going to be able to set the puck up in our offensive zone, get the puck out when we're struggling on defense, and if we can just get those situations where it's going to be the puck falling to us, where we can just have those, where we're in control, and where we can just basically delegate what's going to happen throughout the whole game yeah uh,
0: i really hope that we have a good game plan coming into this game because it's going to be a tough one i believe in daniels i believe in his staff i think that they can do just as good as anybody but it's just going to be time rome wasn't built in one day obviously and this was the same for our frozen four team and it's going to continue that's what the narrative has been for all the great sports dynasties has to start from the ground up but now into bulldogs in action joe what's upcoming?
2: Uh, nothing much. Brandon, why don't you tell us? You guys are, you're on the track team for many of you who don't know. Brandon is uh, a bulldog runner for the cross team as well. Brandon, you guys got something coming up this weekend, right?
0: Yeah, we do. We have a tune-up down, or I shouldn't say down, over in Saginaw this weekend on Friday. A lot of good, or it's a good race, especially getting ready for our conference, getting good races in against some competition. Basically, we're just trying to fix our last minute adjustments before we go into the biggest race of the season. So it's going to be a good time. It's only a one-day meet, which is nice, so people won't be as tired or as, I would say, sleepy, sleep-deprived, whatever it is. We leave pretty late, so it should be good. I'm really excited, um, especially Saginaw has an amazing facility. They are always run really smooth, so it should be a good time this weekend.
2: Very, very nice, Brandon. We wish you guys the best of luck. Uh, coming up now, uh, as we said, uh, the Big Ten uh, basketball. We love to get some of that stuff. But some college basketball basketball previews that we're going to be coming up with is number 25 Ohio State and number 20 Iowa. Like we said, the Big Ten is a very, very competitive conference this year. Uh, very good teams. Fellas, what do you guys uh, think is going to happen with this game coming up uh, today?
0: This should be a very exciting game. I mean, I talked about Iowa on, a, the, I believe it was the first episode. They're a team that is very good. They can always play pretty <coughs> poorly as well, which scares me a little bit. But when they're hot, they're hot. I mean, and especially you got a guy like Luca Garza that I can give you 23 and nine every single night, and he's been one of the most dynamic players in the Big Ten this year. You got guys surrounding him like McCaffrey, and you got Wee's camp. You got all these guys that can put the ball in the hole. That it's a very, very scary team. But obviously, Ohio State has also played well. Caleb Weston is one of the best Big Ten in the country, more or less and you got guys around him as well. This should be, I believe this is really going to be a testament to the coaches because this is going to be a game plan show because both of these teams play pretty similar basketball. I think Ohio State plays more inside. But overall, this should be a fun contest.
1: Yeah, I'd say Ohio State's live or die by the paint. Um, Ohio State averages about 71 points a game. They're not really good on the road. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it's somewhere around 65 points yeah. on the road. So if Iowa locks up the, the paint, then... uh. Should be pretty good.
2: Yeah. yeah, ESPN here has a 55% uh, in favor for Iowa to win this matchup. But like you said, Ohio State, they're a very good defen- or defense team or whatever, and they only have 44% chance. But we've seen Ohio State be able to beat uh, some very tough teams. The last five, they've gotten wins over Indiana, Michigan, Purdue. So three very good teams right there, while uh, Iowa only has uh, lost two games to in the last five to Indiana-Purdue, but uh, they kind of haven't really faced the toughest people in the Big Ten so far, but I'm really excited to see this game, fellas. Yeah, and
0: just talking about Ohio State's defense as well, With the, they average about five steals a game and three blocks per game, but we just need to see more of them scoring. I think that's their number one question mark is scoring just because they got Wesson, but really after that, I mean, it's kind of a toss-up. You got a lot of guards that are on and off Usually, and then DJ Carton as well, which that situation is kind of up in the air right now with him. But they just need a lot of guys to step up and score, and I think that's their number one issue right now. But they can be a really good team, especially if they get hot, like some teams do once we get into March.
2: Exactly, Brandon. Why don't you preview the next game for us?
0: Yeah, so the next game we got here is a good one. I mean,
2: very, very big matchup coming up. Big
0: Twelve, the title on the line, almost you could say. I mean, not officially, but this is this is a premier game to see who's the real dominant Big Twelve team. We Correct. got number one Baylor and number three Kansas. Boys, this is going to be a fun one.
2: Very fun indeed. Um, they're coming up. Uh, but or excuse me, Baylor. They've uh, topped Kansas City last time they met earlier on the season, sixty-seven to fifty-five. Um, Jared Butler scored with twenty-two points. Uh. Mackie Altig added 16 uh, in the at the time the fourth-ranked Baylor beat Kansas, who was number ranked still number three at the time. Um, and really, it just comes down to who's gonna uh, who's gonna really kind of sh- come to show out as it's just gonna be two very good teams going going at it.
1: I believe Baylor has the potential to to go all the way this year. Absolutely, they're just defensively that advanced. It's just unmatched.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. They it looks like when they're playing out there, they have nothing to lose. They play with so much passion that that team, especially with that program, even looking back to the football scandal a while ago and how they've re like bounced back from that with all of their athletic programs has been absolutely phenomenal. And I mean, on the other side, Kansas has been one of those teams you know is going to be in the top five every year. But are they going to be a top five team? I mean, a lot of these games that they've played they've just not shown up especially when they're in the top spot some games they've just dropped it seems like they didn't play well this is this is a big game for them to show that we're in the 3 spot and we deserve to be a top team
2: and also it's going to be um excuse me it's going to be at Baylor this time they played in Lawrence Kansas against uh the Jayhawks last time and that was kind of a big advantage for Kansas but they weren't able to come out with a win um but I think it's really going to come down, like what you said, uh, for defense. But also, uh, Baylor had a lot more offensive rebounds than Kansas did, along with um, going 8 for 19 from 3. And by the looks of it, uh, Kansas is only uh, to capitalize on four of their field goals that they tried to go for beyond the arc. And I think that's just going to come down to who's going to have the better shooter and who's going to get the most second chances.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm not too familiar with Kansas, but uh, just as oh, this is old news. What happened to the big man? Do you guys remember the brawl? When they played Kansas oh, State. yeah. Right. Yeah. I, d- I did Kansas, forget about Kansas that. Kansas
2: State
0: game. I honestly have not heard anything since that happened. I believe he had a three f- three to five game suspension or something like that. I was line. suspended, but I'm
1: not sure if he yeah, came yeah, back.
2: Got yeah. Kansas, Kansas' Silvio Del Sousa gets a 12-game ban. 12. 12? Wow. 12-game oh, ban.
0: Where, where did I get three to five?
2: Okay, I have, I have no idea, Brandon. You were way off. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> you br- you pick up a chair. That's just... Eight games on top of it right there. Yeah, that's. You can't not pick up a chair. You gotta right. keep your cool in that situation. Yeah. But.
2: He even said, There's no excuse for my behavior, and I cannot justify the unreasonable choices that I made on the court. Um, but I think. Will he. How many games was that ago? Was that. I don't is know. Is he still in the band? Um, I believe he still is. I think it's that's been a gonna, while. I think that's going to be a big. Um,
0: it's It's got to be getting close towards the end now.
2: Yeah, but I think that's going to probably be a big factor as well. Is they're not going to have that. Really big force in the paint as well.
1: My prediction on that game is Baylor. By the way.
2: Yeah, I'm also gonna take. I'm, yeah, Baylor. I'm gonna go Baylor as well.
0: Yeah, I just I need to see more consistency from Kansas. That's the that's the bottom line for me because it just seemed like whenever you have you're filling out March Madness brackets, you're always hesitant to put Kansas in the final four because you know there's just some nights where they just it's just not good basketball. No consistency. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But our final college basketball preview for the day we have. A Big Ten matchup. The Penn State Nittany Lions currently ranked ninth in the country take on the Indiana Hoosiers, who have come off a couple bad games. But anything can happen, boys.
2: Definitely. Anything uh, can happen. Indiana's lost two of their last five, uh, losing to Michigan, Purdue, Ohio State. So three very good teams ha. in the Big Ten. Booyah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brandon, be professional here. It's a podcast. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, but uh, Penn State able to get some big wins over MSU, Purdue, Um Those are two very good teams as well. They did win against Northwestern, but isn't Northwestern like 0-12 in the conference right now? Northwestern is the worst team in the Big Ten. Yeah, Rebuilding. Rebuild year. Um, But they did lose to Illinois, um, which is kind of surprising. That was their latest game uh, in the conference. So what do you guys think about this game coming up?
1: I feel like the Big Ten is so – I feel like it's the toughest men's basketball conference because everybody, everybody, it's just so – out of the blue. It's, it's, it, yeah.
2: fe- it feels like it's a step above the rest. And that's just for any sport, really, right. if yeah. you really think yeah. about it.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree, Darius. I mean, we were talking with um, Sean on the last show about how this tournament is so wide open. we got so many good teams. Like, anything can happen. Everybody's beat everybody. We have no idea what's going to happen in tournament
2: time.
1: There's no real front runner.
2: Yeah, but, there's, I mean, there's, there's ba- no frontrunner. There's Baylor that's doesn't have a lot of losses on the year. But, like, if you think about it, all these teams that have four or five losses, like, They're still very good teams, like Michigan State. They're lower in the rankings that they want to be. They're good. We're still good for Michigan, Ohio State, Purdue, a lot of these good teams. They still have a chance to get in the running.
0: Yeah, and there's obviously going to be that Cinderella team in March that's going to come around. They're going to get hot real quick, and then we're going to be flipping all of our picks and rolling with them as long as we can. But one of the most consistent teams in the Big Ten this year has been Penn State. I mean, Lamar Stevens has played fantastic. He's averaging 7.5 points per game. Jamari Wheeler has stepped up really well in the backcourt. He's played more of a a passing guard role. I mean, he's leading the team in assists, but he's also dynamic when he needs to. This Penn State team, they're just a very, very good team overall. I mean, if you're talking about one of the most consistent teams in the Big Ten, Penn State has to be up there. The one concern I have for them is three-pointers. They are struggling this year at only 33%, which is kind of crazy where you think 33 is struggling because – you know, us in the rec, we can't really hit threes, but no. I don't um, know.
2: My man Darius is a shooter. He pulls oh, up Don't staff, gas you know? me
1: up. Don't gas me oh, okay, up.
0: Okay, <laughs> all right. Hey, I averaged 26 in high school, so it's okay. No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but, hey, there's no scouts here. Could <laughs> have Goi- went D1, Goi- days, one, but I blew my knee out. I uh, could have went D1, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, Penn State, got to shoot the three ball for me to really
2: solidify <laughs> them as the front runner right now. And the interesting part, part about that is how evenly matched these two teams are. I mean, despite... Indiana losing three more games than Penn State. Like these these two teams are very good. Uh Indiana actually has the better of the two in the matchup predictor with fifty one percent a chance to win. That only leaves forty nine percent. So this really could go either way. Yeah. And I am really looking forward to look or watching this game uh coming up.
1: Do you guys see that Duke lost by twenty two last night to yep. NC State? We did. Not to throw anything off topic, but wow.
2: Yeah. What happened to Duke?
0: What happened? We don't know. Only they know. But still. <laughs>
2: I wasn't able to catch that game, NC, that is very NC State,
0: we're giving you a nice golf clap. Well done for taking down a top team. That is a great, great accomplishment for your program. Shout out to the Wolf Pack. But getting back to the Indiana-Penn State game, I, I was fortunate enough to watch Michigan clobber Indiana, but I got to give Indiana some credit. They're very versatile. They got guys that can go in with, with – five different lineups it seems like they can throw in at a time they're not really that big they got a lot of athletic forwards that can jump out of the gym and get rebounds but overall this team is not not bad and it's crazy to consider that we're talking about a close game between a team that's not ranked and a team that's ranked ninth in the country and that just shows you how great this big 10 conference is
2: definitely and speaking of the big 10 and michigan and stuff like that Uh, Boys, we're going to transition to our next topic. John Beeline, former Michigan head coach, has resigned after not completing even his first full year as the Cleveland Cavaliers head coach. Nope. Made it halfway.
0: But there's a lot going on in Cleveland right now, and I think it speaks levels with Andre Drummond's comment that we all know that he was traded to Cleveland from Detroit. But he came out in a report and said, that the Cleveland situation is so much worse than Detroit. It is an absolute mess over there in Ohio. But it's you feel bad for John Beeline because there's been a lot of things that have been going wrong with this Cleveland franchise once LeBron left. There's mm-hmm. been so many things that have just went wrong. There's a lot of management issues, questions, whatever it is, coaching, firings. They just have not gotten back off their feet from that 2016 finals run. Mm-hmm. So, we just, they're trying to find the solution, but there's so many things that are just wrong, it's almost wondering if they just want to start over.
2: Yeah, and I feel bad for a lot of those good players that are on the team, like Kevin Love. I mean, he deserves way oh. much more than being on the Cavs right oh now. Oh, my goodness, He's yes. way too good to be on that team. I mean, Andre Drummond, I didn't really like Andre Drummond, so he could be on the Cavs. I right love Andre <laughs> Drummond. Um, but, uh, you know, and like those young players, like Colin Sexton, like he... He is a very hard-working player, and I think he would have done really good under John Beeline, as John Beeline is probably one of the greatest coaches uh, in my in one of the greatest college coaches. I mean, in pros, he didn't really work out, as we can see, but we don't know what's going to happen for the rest of his career. But I think if he kind of stayed or if it kind of worked out a little bit better and the circumstances weren't as bad as they were, Colin Sexton under John Beeline would have been a very good pair and just kind of had those situations where they would have been really good.
1: Two defensive minds. You put them together anything can happen yeah mm-hmm. definitely i agree. I feel like john beeline's problem sorry oh, um with uh the transition from college and nba in college you know you you scout you scout you scout you could throw zones maybe a box and one at somebody In the nba it's more of like a man-to-man pick and roll like you know wreck yeah. wreck basketball kind of
0: yeah yeah i agree i mean a lot of Teams you see are in basically man to man. and What else, really? College basketball so much more versatile. You rarely see
2: zone now because there's so many shooters that can just pull up. They have to have someone on man. Yeah, now. if you're in yeah. the
0: league, you can shoot. There's no question about it. I mean, Ben Simmons was the only really. Um, <laughs> hey, he got his first exception. one. He got
1: his first one.
0: No, I'm saying he's getting better. But when he came into the league, he really true. He, he was he the one that we knew truly did not have a jump shot. Yeah. So, I mean, he wasn't bad at LSU though. He was a really dynamic guy that could get mm-hmm. you boards and putbacks.
2: All right, fellas, coming up pretty soon is the NFL draft. ESPN and a lot of other sources have released their NFL mock drafts. Uh, We're going to try to find one, or we did find one. We're going to have our opinions on it, just kind of uh, figure out where we think players might have to go, what we think is going to be best for some teams. Fellas, what are your opinions so far? All right, so starting at the top, Bengals with Joe
0: Burrow. There is a lot of stuff going on now that people are trying to reach out to Joe Burrow and saying, you should not go to Cincinnati. Pull an Eli Manning in the 2004 draft, I believe it was, against the Chargers, threaten not to play, make them trade him away if they pick him one, number one. And Will this happen? No.
2: I don't know because when th- when there's a reporter that asked Joe Burrow, like, where do you want to go? He's just going to, like, if they pay me money to play football, i go play for him. Yeah. Mm. And also, he's from Ohio. So exactly. I think he's going to want to stay in Ohio to play professional football. That's kind of like the dream for a lot of young ki- for a lot of players that want to go pro. They're like, "Man, like if I could play for the Detroit Tigers and live in Michigan still and play for my favorite team growing up. I don't know if the Bengals are his favorite team. I'm just this kind of just like a
1: I mean, who likes the Browns, like, but I mean Yeah,
2: true. Yeah. I but mean. it's like it's kind of like that dream of playing in your home state with your home crowd in front of like people that you're familiar with and just stuff like that too.
0: Yeah. I don't, I can't see the Bengals not selecting Joe Burrow. I mean, anything can happen on draft day. We know that, but, it it just seems like a slam dunk for the Bengals. Andy Dalton has reached his years, in my opinion. I think he should. Red he's Rocket be, is
2: the Red Rocket has Red to. Rocket has is, to hang up, hang up the, hang up the cleats. Yeah,
0: the Red Rocket is probably not <coughs> going to be a Bengal any longer if he stays in the NFL that long. But hey, we have the XFL. If you
2: really want to keep playing, and that football. is true. If he doesn't want to keep going, yeah. Um, but now, uh, the Washington Redskins they locked up the second pick, um, pretty early on in the NFL year. Um, their thing. Well, it says that Chase Young is projected to go to them. I think that's probably a really good pair up with um, the quarterback that they have. I'm blanking on his Dwayne name. Haskins. Yeah, yes. Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. Two Ohio State guys are gonna have a really good relationship. Um, I think that's kind of gonna be a really big turning point for Washington or for Washington Redskins.
0: Yeah, I think this is a great pick. Now they have Ron Rivera. If they can pair up. Him with Ryan Kerrigan and who they drafted last year, who I thought the Lions were actually going to pick, Montez Sweat. Mm-hmm. This this could be a good team if you can really, like, vamp it up, develop these guys into your defense. And Ron Rivera, a, he's a four three guy. We know that. He had a great defense in Carolina along with Cam Newton. But this could be a really good fit for them.
1: I think Chase Young's great. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he, I think he's going to be an Aaron Donald type of guy. Yeah, Just one of those guys that just blows up and, oh, God, he's great.
0: Yeah, he can be that guy, especially I completely agree. There is one thing that I have thoughts about Chase Young is the end of the year and the bigger games, he really wasn't that big of a factor compared to the other ones. That's the only thing I'm a little nervous about is him against prime competition. We've seen guys before that have strolled through on lower teams, get 12-0, and 0, but they haven't played on good teams or played against good teams, I apologize, but that's my problem. Is big time game experience. We haven't seen much of Chase Young, and that's something we need to see if he's going to be a franchise guy.
2: Definitely coming up now. Our Detroit Lions, they locked Oof. up the number three pick. Should have locked up the number two pick. Um, kind of still, we're all still pretty salty about that. Yeah, uh, they know Detroit sports team know how to tank right. Um, but they are going to be picking uh, also from Ohio State, Jeff Okuda. Uh, what do you guys think about that one?
1: Love to see it. Love, love to see it.
2: I, love to see it. <laughs> the thing is, if you haven't listened to Mike's and Takes, you can definitely. if you have listened to Mike's and Takes, you can definitely say that Travis agrees with me on this. Detroit needs a quarterback. Incorrect. Yes. Really? I, All right. Okay, here's the thing. This is going to kind of sound exactly what Travis says, but I agree with him. Matthew Stafford does not have a lot of time left. Very true. He broke his back. He's starting to get older. He's not very mobile. He can sling it, but that's really about it. Like, he has his moments. We need to either – and then we need to draft either Tua or just someone who's a good player because – Tua? yeah, Tua. Tua.
1: He's he's, he's already been hurt like three times in college. It's still – he's one of the – He's so injury prone. Joe, you're delusional.
2: Oh, I'm delusional. Okay, sure. Here's the thing, though, is that once we – if we get a good quarterback, that's going to be basically the cornerstone of our offense. Matthew Stafford already is, but he's getting old, as I just said. We need someone who's going to be able to. We can't rebuild around Matthew Stafford because he only has so much longer left. We need a new quarterback who's going to be kind of like our franchise athlete, who we're going to be able to know he's going to be around for a couple more years, and that we're going to be able to rebuild around and maybe get potentially. And we're, I mean, it's not going to be in a couple years, probably going to be in 10 years, where we can make an eventual playoff run. So that we can just get those situations where we can have actually a good season for once rather than just having an old quarterback. This is
1: this is just my pure opinion. I think Joe Burrow is the only good quarterback that's coming out of this draft. That's just my opinion. Really? Yeah, I feel like that's going to transition in the NFL. Oh, wow, I think the Bengals man. are going to make the playoffs this year. If oh, they, they resign AJ Green? Oh, I know, it's, 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 it's out there, uh, but that's, that's just my opinion. Right you there. heard that
0: here first. The hot take of the day from Darius. But, man, that is a that is a hot take. Very hot. I, I can comment on this quarterback class, as you just said. I can agree with what you're saying. I believe that Joe Burrow is, is you, the best quarterback. Is the out. best, and there's a space in between him and the number two guy, whoever you put at number two. I'm personally not a fan of Justin Herbert, just the way he plays to me. I wish he was more dynamic and athletic. But for this pick at number three – I would not be surprised if Detroit traded down. I honestly would not be surprised if we traded down to get two picks in the later in the round because we need so much right now. I can see us going down to get more guys to build for the future. I can respect if you want to pick Tua at three. I understand why. And I, it could be that Mahomes type thing where he's gonna get drafted. He's gonna sit a year, he's gonna develop, he can he can heal. it, it could happen. Now I mean, obviously we have questions, but there's a chance. But do we take a defensive player? As they have Okuda on the board, and there's also another guy, Derek Brown, as well, who's a very good defensive lineman that we could select, and that could help with our pass rush if we want to. And wait, maybe to round two where we got quarterbacks like. Um, hasn't there been rumors that they're thinking about Darius Slay getting traded for draft picks too? There yeah. is rumor of Darius Slay and. It would be great if he stayed and we picked Okuda because I think Okuda probably could learn. Re- that
2: would be a very good one-two punch. Yeah, that right that'll out. be
0: a great lock up there at corner, which we've kind of struggled with. But we need a lot.
2: There's there's just too there. The thing is, there's just too much that we need to just be like telling players who might want to get out, like maybe I don't know. I didn't. I haven't really read the whole thing about Darius Slay wanting to leave, maybe or whatever. But there's just too much where we can't be just like. Give us two years, or give us three years, and we'll have a, a good season. We'll make it worth your while to stay, because it's so unknown about all that we need. We need a good quarterback,
1: secondary.
2: We need a our defense. It's pretty good, but we just still need a good defense. We need good. We just need a whole bunch of stuff that's not that we can't really pull a time frame on for pe- for players to get closure that want to leave already. That it's just gonna. It's kind of tough to. It's kind of like being. I can't really find a good analogy for it but it's just like it's just very anxiety ang- anxiety prone I guess you could say just to players who are just like, "Well, I don't want to be here, but you keep saying it's going to get better." Okay. But it hasn't gotten better.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously there's guys that don't want to come to Detroit cuz they know we're not going to be that great of a team for the next couple years cuz we're rebuilding. But I think honestly the Lions can go in a lot of different directions with this pick. I personally hope they don't pick an offensive lineman. Because we have we haven't been that successful in drafting offensive linemen in high rounds, but I think we should not draft a tight end. Oh god, no. If we do that, I'm I'm gonna scream on air, like just lose my absolute mind. But there's a I mean, a lot of guys even say, Should we draft somebody like Jerry Judy? I don't know how I feel about that. I love Jerry Judy. And CeeDee Lamb, for that matter. I think they're both great receivers, and they can bring a lot to this team vertically. But is that the number one need we need right now?
1: I don't think so. I
0: no. I don't feel like we need receivers right this very minute. If Amendola leaves, that I could see that happening just because, I mean, he came, he tried it. He's a vet. Went, yeah. We went three and twelve. He's a vet. He's going to be ending his career. He wants to end off on a high note, and he's probably going to go to mm-hmm. a good team. But it's just like we need so much. It's almost just like really take the best available, just so we can start moving in the right direction.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that the Lions we just defense defensive minded draft. We take Akuda number three. I I, don't know, I just love Akuda, and then in the second round. If he's still there, a sleeper pick Grand Delpit. Grand Delpit out of LSU.
0: Yeah, he's a very good safety and he showed that in the postseason as well in the national football playoff. Or national college football playoff. I don't know where I just got that from, but <laughs> um there's there's a lot of good players. I think the quarterback class is actually pretty deep overall. I mean, there's some guys that are question and I mean Eason out of Washington's down there. Jalen Hurts is her- apparently going to be drafted in the fourth round, according to Mel Kuiper I don't know how true that is, but there's guys down there that we could pick and that we could take a chance on later in the draft, and we Sleepers. can fill and feel immediate needs right now. And we have a lot of draft picks this draft, so we can fill a lot of holes.
2: Anyways, we'll move on to the pick four. We'll try to do as close to the top ten I feel like will be a solid solid choice, maybe a little bit less, but or maybe just top five or something like that. But with number four New York Giants, are going to be choosing – Mekhi Becton, uh, offensive tackle. What do you guys think about that one as well?
1: It's needed. Um, I don't don't know that much about
2: him. I mean, I don't really know that much about him either. He's from Louisville. Um, I feel like just trying to protect Daniel Jones for them is probably going to be the best option. They're probably just trying to figure that out right now. So that's that's not someone who's just going to get rushed every time no protection as well. So I don't I don't really know too much about him. I don't know like what his strengths wow. are for a lot of stuff, but
1: Saquon was doing all that without an offensive line. You give Saquon an offensive line. <laughs> Imagine Saquon in Dallas. Oh, oh, my. oh my
0: goodness. No, I think this is a great pick just because you want to protect the talent you got. Protect Barkley, protect Daniel Jones so they can have longevity in this franchise cuz they could be the fit. I mean, we haven't seen it very much, but let's be honest, their defense might be one of the worst in the NFL, if not the worst, oh, so yeah. they, I could see if they went defense in that pick as well. I, I think they're going to take a guard or a tackle in this draft. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen, first two rounds, which one, really flip a coin, but... Anyway, now <laughs> into the Dary, n-
2: little just side note Darius just got hit by one of our sound panels coming Yeah, one of lo-
0: our one of our sound oh. panels just fell off the wall. I'm suing. I, we, we tried it's, to play it, it off, but of times, it, it but didn't really work that well. Yeah, anyway, but, this
2: will this will be like kind of like the last one we kind of go over. Uh pick 5 and 6. These could go either way. Um the Dolphins going with Tua Tagovailoa and the Chargers going with Justin Herbert. I have heard rumors that the Dolphins are very lukewarm now towards Tua. They've kind of maybe lost their interest, um, and that they're kind of looking towards Justin Herbert. Um, but I just kind of want to get you guys' thoughts on that.
1: Not a firm believer in Tua. I, I can't. Everything I say would be biased. I just. I never really like liked Tua. Just never really thought he was that that guy. When you play for Alabama, you just, have the best players, play or best players in the nation on your team. It's not hard to. That is Exceed. true.
0: Yeah, you, you do have a point
2: there. And Justin Herbert did when they played Utah, the number what was it? Number five ranked at the time. Num- Utah was ranked number five when they played them in in the conference championship, right? I believe so. But he hum- he did he did get a win off against a very good Utah defense, and I think that's kind of a testament for what he's going to be able to do. But I think those two picks could go either way. If my if the rumors about Miami is true about being luke I think they might pull the gun on Justin Herbert and maybe. Tua might, uh, might honestly drop down past because there's rumors about the Chargers getting Tom Brady and stuff like that. But I don't know all that stuff either. But it's just kind of going to be depending on – it's kind of going to go on what's going to happen with Miami. I think first that they're going to go Justin Herbert because, honestly, I think if Justin Herbert goes to Miami and they negate to go with Tua, I think he's going to drop down. I don't think Chargers are going to draft him. I think he's going to go down. Chargers will not pick Tua. Yeah, I think I he's going to go way – I it's gonna it's gonna be like a like a Aaron Rodgers situation where like he was gonna be like pick number one yeah. and then he didn't get picked and then he dro- dropped dropped to like what was it, like 22 23 it was twenty two or twenty three when the
0: Packers picked him up yeah Packers picked him I believe at twenty two and it's
2: gonna be one of those situations where it keeps on just coming down and stuff like that but I don't think one I more think thing are true, Ooh, sorry about that Joe oh,
1: one more thing is when's the last time we've seen an Alabama Alabama quarterback succeed that is true I mean I may be like missing something but I don't really remember. I remember A.J. McCarron had all the hype in the world. Where's he at now? He's somebody's backup quarterback.
0: Yeah, he was a... I believe he was. Is he in
1: the XFL? Yeah.
2: Or is he not in the XFL? That's
0: um, McElroy. Oh, yeah.
1: The last or, I know he I was believe. in Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, he was in Cincinnati, and he was, I believe... In the kind of the flop with Andy Dalton at one point, he and
2: is a he a um, backup for the Houston Texans. I think. The Texans.
0: So he'll probably not play very
2: much
1: ever with, again with Deshaun <laughs> yeah. there. So, yeah.
2: but. It's going to be like a RG three type thing with uh with Lamar Jackson, where he's just going to be the guy that's on the sideline, just yeah.
1: making money. Yep, I'm making making money. Not step in, play. maybe a
2: couple games when Lamar. Scores 40 on a team, and he just has to go in to finish the job. But
0: Yeah. Well, guys, if you don't have anything else, we will now move into more of the free agency side of the NFL. Free Definitely. agency. There ooh. is a lot of rumors going around right now on who's going to go where. There's a lot of people that <coughs> believe certain things, and we just need to talk about it because the people want to know, and they They're, want to know ooh. right now.
1: There are a lot of free agency, free agent quarterbacks out there.
0: Absolutely.
1: This is a weird, another weird flex, another hot take. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Ryan I Tannehill.
2: Think, I think the Texans are probably gonna try to scoop him up again. Texans? You the mean Titans? Titans? Yeah, I'm gonna. Sorry, no, no, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would not hate to
1: see him on the Lions.
2: I don't think they. I think they'll probably try to get uh, him back uh, once more, just because of how far they went. With his chemistry with Derrick Henry, but. Isn't Derrick Henry's contract running up pretty soon? Yeah, he's a free agent also. Yeah, they're gonna give they're, they're gonna give him a max. He's contract. gonna get paid. Yeah, he's getting paid. And I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is gonna get too big for his britches and say like I want a lot more money too. But no, like, he's, he's more he's of a not, class guy. He yeah, yeah. I he's he's not worth a lot of money. But I think if he wants to stay, I think they'll probably make a
0: yeah make room after for him. that playoff run. I think they they should definitely go in his direction, but. There's a lot of different guys out on the market like Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Philip Rivers, Jameis Winston as well, mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater, we haven't talked about very much, and Marcus Mariota as well. What what are they going to do if they want Tannehill? and they what are they going to do with Mariota? Let him go. You got to let him go. Or do they, they didn't go throw try to tag him and trade him?
1: From the rumors I heard Mariota's going to Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Take trubisky, miss trubisky. Yeah, trubisky has gone.
2: Is that a good fit? Um I guess they'll just probably have to wait and see, honestly. Yeah, I feel like you got to just Mario Mario's a little bit more mobile than Trubisky, right? Of yeah, course. But would you want Cam Newton in Chicago over Ooh. Marcus Mariota? That's true, I love but Cam, Cam Newton. I, can't, I feel like Cam Newton's like. Going to stay in Carolina. There's just like a, like a kind of like the, I feel like there's like a PR problem with Cam Newton, I feel like. Where like he just wouldn't fit in with a lot of like people very really? well. I don't know though. I I don't really pay I mean, attention Cam, too much to Cam's Cam a pretty
0: vibrant guy. I feel like I mean he he played in Carolina. It's not one of the biggest towns or cities. That's true, yeah. So me and in Chicago, and I I believe now Greg Olson's gone. That's almost kind of the ticket that he's probably going to be going as well because him mm-hmm. him and Greg were like BFF bromance type thing going on. But <laughs> I I mean obviously their new owner um blanking on his name right now. I believe it's something like Trotter or something. I think he's got a plan. And I believe it's centered around McCaffrey, not Newton. So I feel like they might go in a different direction with Cam, and they might try to take picks from him or players from him. But the most controversial name on here is Tom Brady.
2: Where oh. is he going to go? I think he's going to go to the Chargers, I think. I'm, Chargers I'm with Raiders? Joe on this one. Chargers?
1: Chargers, yeah.
0: I have to agree with that. I feel like that's the best fit for him. Didn't he
2: just buy a house in Los Angeles? Or was that Vegas?
1: Yeah, when he cleaned his locker out in New England, he took everything. Everything was gone.
2: Everything. Done. That's so crazy to me, I think, because like when I was when like we were growing up, like I did not think he was gonna ever leave. Yeah, New England.
0: It, it. You just seemed like it was gonna be the twenty year, and he's gonna be moving on to retirement. Not yeah. another team. It's crazy we're talking it, about. It feels
1: this, right? like. Yeah, it, feels like I know. it feels
2: like. I mean, I wasn't alive for this, but or maybe when Michael Jordan went to the Wizards
1: after retirement. After
2: retirement came back. I yeah, mean, that was a mess. It's like, it's like why not ruin your career, but just put like kind of like a damper on it when, like, really you've had such success with one team where you're known as a Patriot, and then you're just like, well, I'm just going to go to this one because they're paying me money, and I'm just going to go there just to keep playing. When it's I like, think, yeah, I feel like I feel like he should just maybe – I don't want him to go to another place because I want to have him known as a Patriot under Bill Belichick. I don't want him to yeah. go to, like, just spend, like, three years in Los Angeles or wherever he's going to go. Do nothing, maybe make the playoffs once, and then just like pitter out his uh, career. Yeah, where it's I, just gonna be a put a huge like a huge just red red spot on it, or a huge like ink blot or whatever. Yeah,
0: and two players that come up to my mind in this kind of situation you're talking about, Emmett Smith, ironically retired as a Cardinal. I don't know if a lot of people know that. I After know that. his stint with the Cowboys, he actually signed a contract with the Cardinals. I don't even think he played more than four games and didn't even get 200 rushing yards. And then he like (coughs) called it, I believe, a year or two later. Hmm. And then another name, Joe Montana, was not a 49er when he retired. Joe
1: Montana.
0: Yeah. Where did he play? He played for the Kansas City Chiefs. They did make the playoffs, but they did not make it any farther. And then he ended up calling it a career, but he did not finish his career as a 49er. So is Tom Brady going to be the same?
2: I feel like that's given me too. Where it's a couple of years where people are like, oh, he like, it's just gonna kind of be like, a, like in the after, like kind of like the afterthought, where it's gonna be like, oh, he like all those things that he's done with the Patriot. Oh yeah, and he spent like two years in LA. Yeah. I feel like
1: it ruins his legacy. Really? It's like one that's, one what those, was, that's what I like, was thinking yeah, too. Like, like you know, if you think like Kobe Bryant played for the Lakers his entire career.
2: Dirk Nowitzki played for the Mavs.
1: Yeah, like through yeah. through like those losing years, you you had the highs with winning um, championships. And like Brady's, even took like pay cuts to win championships in New England.
2: Very true, but,
1: but yeah. now it's just like you're like, what is he like, 43, 44? He's old.
2: I feel like it'll, it'll just sell jerseys. Basically, I don't think it's gonna do anything good for the team.
1: Yeah,
0: but what if he does win a championship in L.A. Could then that I will be, could be that proven prove, wrong? That might prove him as the ultimate goat. Oh, he's
2: already goaded though. He's he is a goat, but what he, in my opinion, he he's not the GOAT, ultimate goat. What if he wants to be ultimate goat? Oh, if he is, What if, mean, he if he wants to be the best cha- there ever he, has been? If he wins a championship for the stars. If he wins a championship, then yeah, I like he'll be the best. I'm already a Tom Brady fan. Like I like Tom oh, yeah, Brady. I love like Tom he's a Brady. Michigan man, love the guy. Yeah, definitely. If he wants but to like, be the
1: ultimate goat, come to uh Detroit and win a championship yeah, for Christ's sake. Yeah, Dude,
2: do it. That would that
0: would be super nice if he did that.
2: But I think most of the most of the reason that he's going to LA is probably just to be at his hometown as well. Yeah. Or close to his hometown.
0: Yep. <laughs> we will see you there the the rest of the quarterbacks on this list will kind of rapid fire through them. Dak Prescott, staying or leaving? Staying. Staying. I you can't imagine he's going to leave. I mean, they kind of like Jerry's going to hug they, him they and just literally like not let him leave AT&T yeah. Stadium. He's
1: kinda, not going to go anywhere. I don't, don't think that franchise fits franchise player, in. like
2: him and Ezekiel Elliott. They just kind of like molded their whole if
0: if Dallas can't pay both Zeke and Dak and Amari Cooper <laughs> they need to figure that's out true. their that's money problem that's way
2: problems. too that's way too much money I right think around. Amari
1: walks
0: Amari walks
1: Amari walks even though he's had his best years in Dallas there's just not going to be enough money Zeke is a very stingy guy and he's going to want his money Zeke is, he Zeke will sit for that money he's
0: going back to Cabo he's going <laughs> he's going to stay over there until he's he gets the best, his money best uh, dude that's a that's a very interesting perspective that Amari agree, might go I agree
2: with that though because I mean I feel like their their priorities are on Dak and Zeke, and Amari's just going to be like, we're not going to pay you enough money like, or not going to pay you what you want. Check so. this
0: out. Tom Brady goes to L.A., brings Odell and Amari Cooper with him to pair with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams.
1: Odell doesn't fit in anywhere anymore.
2: He doesn't fit anywhere.
1: No, he's just—he's not.
2: I feel like he doesn't fit anywhere. I feel like he's, he's more a menace for the, to the locker room. I feel like he's more for the clout for like anything. Like yeah, he'll, like he'll do anything for the clout. Do anything world. for clout. Like wearing a like, him just being like, yeah, I'm gonna wear this three hundred fifty thousand dollar watch, like and just not give a care about it. And he's just kind of like a guy who I feel like is just more focused on his personal, Im- like his more personal brand, rather than image. You know where he's more like, people like need to know like that I'm full of swag, whatever it is that like, he's just that guy.
1: I'd yeah. love to see Tom Brady throw to some like all pro receivers though. It's been a while. Could
0: you imagine? I mean, if he goes to LA, he's got. There's Kena a running Allen. game too. Mm-hmm.
1: Melvin Gordon, a defense, very, very Joey nice. Bosa. But
0: what if Melvin Gordon leaves to go to Tampa with his buddy Philip Rivers? Mm. which leads us into our next guy, Philip
2: Rivers. Where's he going to go? I don't know. There's basically everyone saying Retiring he's going to go to Tampa. I mean, there I is feel like he doesn't want to retire. That's where does the, Jameis that's go then?
0: Uh-oh. Oh. Where's Jameis going 30 touchdowns, go? 30 picks.
1: How do you I even feel, do that? That's,
0: that's Somebody's really got to like, catch that's, it. That's, that's like I'm going like, to throw like, the ball 50 times a game and I feel see like what he happens. Had, I
2: feel like he had like a bet with one of his buddies. Like he, like <laughs> they're, yeah. just like, they're just hanging out drinking. He'd just be like, Yo, but I can like throw thirty touchdowns and thirty picks. Like, imagine how funny that would be.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna throw four hundred yards and four interceptions in one game, and just show everybody that stats don't matter. I'm somehow still win, but I'm also
2: really good. Like, Dude.
0: but could you imagine though the Tampa receivers with guy like Melvin Gordon and Philip Rivers throwing to him? Because Philip Rivers, he's actually a pretty smart thrower. I mean, yes, he's aggressive, but he's not gonna throw thirty picks. Jameis, yeah, thirty <laughs> picks. Come on, are you kidding me? How do you lead the league in touchdowns, interceptions, and yards?
1: How do you think uh, Mike Evans comes back? Because he got hurt. I don't think he'll be the same. I think he will be the same. Argued with a quick, uh, not a quick, a close buddy of mine, and he thinks he'll be he'll be the same. I don't think he will be.
0: Uh, I feel like who is that again? Like
1: Mike Evans. Mike
2: Evans.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think that it's it's reasonable that he might fall into the two slot and they might give Godwin the ball more. I mean, Godwin's, I that. Godwin's younger. I love Chris Godwin. Oh, he's he, a beast. He was my sleeper last year in fantasy football, and everyone laughed at me in the draft room, and then I got to laugh at them in week five, and I'm 5-0. and oh. But, you know, it's just kind of crazy to think that now how the game changes more towards the younger players, how much differently it is, because it used to be we're going to go out and get the big vets, big names, big money. But now a lot of guys are starting to – Draft younger guys and develop them, and now look where it is, especially with a guy like Chris Godwin.
2: Definitely.
1: Who do you guys want the Lions to take in free agency? We got a crap load of caps, well, it's like obviously 50 mil. Like Chris
0: Godwin, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. Jadavian
1: Clowney,
2: Ooh, that would be a solid pick. Wow, could you imagine if we got if we pick up Jeff Akuda and Jadavian Clowney? I can't
1: speak uh, just no. revamp the defense.
2: That, Cause that, cause hey, Nadamakan is a free agent. Oh, no. No, no. You want no, the stomper? No, stomper, no we don't need the stomper. No, I don't. <laughs> no,
0: nah, I don't know. Finishing up, Teddy Bridgewater, back up for the Saints, went 5 0 in his five games when Drew Brees was on the hump for his wrist.
1: Fellas, should he go to the Lions? No. No. He's going to New England.
2: Yeah. It's New true. England. New England. So? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I never actually thought about
0: that. That's a that'd be a crazy move. I mean, it could make sense. I personally think the Patriots might pick somebody like Eason in the later rounds just cuz he's more of that Tom Brady like yeah. guy, pocket passer, but that's a very interesting view with Bridgewater, man. I feel he's like he's athletic he, enough and he he's he's a
2: team player enough to play in the Belichick the Belichick way. Oh yeah, I think, think Patriot way. You'd fit. But I feel
1: like he he'd learn so much from Belichick. I he'd, don't think he'd I be a, like he'd he, nobody be, would be as good as Brady, but he'd he'd fill in the shoes a little definitely. bit.
0: Yeah, he's gotta like it'd be a great fit. I mean, he's a great person too off the field as well. Of course, he could even be a good pick for Chicago if they mm-hmm. wanted to not take a risk on Newton. Definitely, yeah, he could be that guy that could transform that team because mm-hmm. it yeah. seems like they got all the pieces around him on the offense. Maybe a little less on the tight end side, but. They, I mean, I don't think Trubisky is the answer personally. I don't think he's that. I think he's good enough, especially for being drafted number mm-hmm. two overall. I don't think he's the guy, but I mean, he's doing okay and he's showing spurts of it. But I just, there's no consistency whatsoever. No.
2: with Trubisky.
1: no, none. All right, uh,
2: boys, close out the show. If you listen to Makes and Takes their latest episode, they talked a little bit about the Astro Chain scandal. We're gonna get our opinions ooh, on it as I well. Forgot about that. Um, just kind of like the latest news and what happened and what we should think would happen to. The championship team. So, fellas, what do you guys think about this very infamous uh, infamous event that happened?
1: I think that the World Series should just get, like, the... Just cut out? Yeah, just cut it out. Just say there was no winner this year. They don't deserve it. A uh, 2 MVP season down the drain. Here, here's Lost a th- respect for here's all Astros Here's the thing that, the I, players. that I
2: think they should do is when you look at the Pete Rose cheating scandal, when he gambled and all that garbage and... Stuff like that. Betting on and his he got, own team. And yeah. So, okay, if you haven't actually, like, looked in the P Rose thing, the reason that betting on his own team was cheating was that he didn't bet on his team all the time. So if he wasn't confident, that kind of made it like, oh, he's not confident, we shouldn't bet on that team. Like So people would be like, oh, like well, let's not just bet, like we'll bet on the other team and stuff like that. So it kind of gave an insight for, like, the bookies who run people's money that, like, oh, he didn't bet, I'm not going to bet either because that's not a smart move. So that kind of was main mainly the reason that he got kind of like the tell, I guess you could say. But I, th- I honestly, think that for some of those guys, it's tough because you don't want to see them banned from baseball for life. But I think if they're gonna have a zero talents for this cheating thing, they need to do what they need to do to them what they did to P. Rose, and that's just ban them from baseball.
1: Um, I feel like that's I a little harsh. That's okay, a little harsh. Say, let me
2: let me let me let me let me let me uh rephrase rephrase this. Go ahead. I feel like once they retire or something like that, they should, like, get, like, not a lifetime ban, but just, like, a certain, just, like, suspension
1: from baseball. Like, you're not going to be in the Hall of Fame. There's no chance.
2: Yeah, I don't – because I just want – because I liked Pete Rose. Like, I mean, he, I never watched him play. Like I of just course, li- yeah. I just like watching his, like, highlights. And, like, he's the best hitter in the league. Like, it's very impressive for what he did, like, during his time. His, like – Famous head first slide whenever he was sliding. He just—he was a guy who just made to baseball. He made it fun to watch baseball. Yeah, and respect that. The amount of stuff that he's brought to the game, and I'm not saying like what he did was good. It was not good at all. Like probably shouldn't, probably shouldn't have done that. Pete Rose, to be honest. But like, I feel like they need to, not have a doubt. Like, they need to just make it so that it's a fair judgment, and people not be like. Well, P. Rose didn't know where near what they did, and then he's got a lifetime ban. So, I feel like it's just going to kind of come down to what the least amount of feedback or what the least amount of just, like, hate from the fans is going to get is what they're probably going to do.
1: The Astros had it so good. They had it so good. They had such a good team. They had one of the best infields did, wait, in there, baseball.
2: Did they Did they say they cheated at the, against the Yankees as well? Yeah. Yes. The
1: buzzer. Don't oh. take off my oh, yeah. shirt, I'll t- That That's oh. so dumb.
2: That was the stupidest tell
1: ever. Oh, my.
2: There's so, mu- there's so me, much hey, going around with while, that. While I'm running around the bases during probably the biggest homer of my life to send us to the World Series, I'm going to clutch my shirt, say don't take off my buzzer. I'm going to run to the dugout, take off my shirt, so then I can take have my post-game, conf- or post-game interview without my shirt on so people can see, like, and take off my buzzers, so people can't tell that I'm actually wearing one.
0: There's, it's too messy it's in this situation. Graceful. It's it's sad that we've come to what we're going to decide on this because now we're starting to, well, what, they don't have a Lifetime ban. Why does Pete Rose have one? And now we're starting to do comparisons. and yep. Is this similar to this scandal? It's or never going to end. Is this similar to the Black Sox scandal, Pete it's Rose just, scandal. Just like a, We're just talking about comparing these things, and it's sad because one's going to get less than the other, and the other one's going to fire back, and then there's going to be people gonna that be like, are going to be more mad.
2: And it's just going to make the Pete Rose thing, where Pete Rose is arguably one of the best players in baseball. Same with Jose Altuve is going to go down as one of the greats. Carlos Correa is going to go down as one of the greats. Alex Bregman is one of the best rising stars in the game right now as being one of the uh, like a young player and a, probably arguably the best third baseman in baseball right now. Their pitching staff. Their pit their pitching staff was, was amazing. Great. Incredible and, like, staff. Justin wasn't it, Verlander, Cole? the former Tiger. Like, yeah, Garrett Cole, w- Justin Verlander. Verlander Grinky. Yeah. It's it's too it's much
0: a, too much talent to put on paper it's sad, that we have to it's say cheating they, next to their name. Yeah.
2: Where all these guys who like maybe got their first ring or whatever, or just like like that, it's gonna be a taint where like you're like oh, I won this, but now it's like, oh, now people are going to say it's illegitimate because I cheated from it. I
1: yeah. feel bad for the players in the organization that didn't cheat Oh, and, and this, earned it.
0: And the players that were on the other side of the cheating, how do they feel? Oh, yeah.
1: Like,
2: how, yeah, like the how Dodgers, would you the feel Yankees. You're the Yankees. The Yankees had a reputation of winning a World Series every decade that they've been a team. And, I mean, I'm not a huge Yankees fan. I honestly don't like the Yankees at all. Like, I've... <laughs> I don't like the Yankees. No pinstripes, no. No, I, I hate <laughs> pinstripes. But it's like How for them part? to for them to kind of like end that streak of such a historic club that they've been a part of and stuff like that. I feel like it's just a tough thing for them to not deal with. But it's like it's just it's like man, what could have been? We could have been arguably one of the greatest organizations in all of baseball. But, if we were able to pull that off. but they that are. But they already are. That is true. But I mean, I'm just saying. Like they they kind of ruined that once kind of a once in a lifetime type of like streak that they could have a winning one each decade that they've been a club. Yeah to,
1: to release some tension, I, I was on Twitter. I'm always just scrolling through Twitter. Yeah. Late late hours of the night because can't really sleep. hmm And there was a video of someone going to Astros batting practice. Oh, I've seen this. And they're hitting a garbage can <laughs> oh, no. while they're taking uh B P
2: that's rough. The
0: trolling has begun.
2: I feel like that's gonna be. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of, <coughs> a, a lot of trolling. We're gonna whenever, see wherever little, the Astros are this year. We're gonna see a lot of trash cans following Houston everywhere. Oh, I of feel, course, I guarantee some teams gonna like troll and give out like trash can hats or something like that, or some. I hope so. <laughs> like hopefully yeah, like it's little, the Yankees. Like little like hats or something oh, like that. Like trash gosh. Cans. Oh gosh, that, that would that would just be.
0: Wow, I don't even have a word to describe. One thing I love to see is, that.
1: sorry about that, one thing I love to see is a good rebuild. Like, we've seen the Astros rebuild. I remember, like, five, seven, eight years ago, they were the worst team in baseball.
0: Oh, yeah, they were, and it wasn't close. They were the Tigers right now.
1: Yeah, when are the Bad. Tigers ever going to rebuild?
2: <laughs> Probably never, honestly.
0: Hey, Detroit, we can get there. But it might take I mean, 108 it's just years, tough. but we we'll get there. 108 know? years, baby.
2: <laughs> it's just tough, you know. Yeah, and
0: it's, it's sad we have to talk about this stuff, especially now that there's people in, their, in the organizations, there's players, there's coaches, that might not never get as close as they did again until they ran in the Astros. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think about like some guys, like Didi Gregorius with the Yankees, he might never win a World Series, even though he was on a team that could have if this incident wouldn't have happened. Of course, on paper, it looks terrible, and everyone's also, going to talk about it this was, this, this it was forever. a question
2: that I had. About when they played the Yankees and Jose Altuve hit the home run off Chapman. Chapman. Why throw Why throw off speed pitch? That's the only thing I have a question about. Why throw off speed pitch? Why don't I just go high and tight with a fa- with a hundred two mile fast two mile an hour fastball?
1: Well, what did he throw before that?
2: I think he threw a like a curve or a slider, that was up high. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, it's the heat of the moment. He made yeah, a call know, and with it. I'm, I'm just saying, but, they, like, yeah, that, I
2: mean, that's a question that I've just never wondered why they would do that is throw a off-speed. Have, you have literally the fastest, th- I think, at the – there's someone who throws faster. I don't know, I think. Well, he, yeah, he was the fastest like at the time by far. At the time. he's a, game, fa- he was yeah. a fastest the fastest thrower. Game. Just let it loose and go, like, a high fastball and make him swing at it because it was what a – like, wasn't it a full count or something like that or 2-2? Something close to that. maybe the confidence I know he, wasn't. I know there. he had two. St- I know he had. Ooh, that is true. Oh. was was he well, ready I I to be in that
0: pressure? Because well, I let's know, be honest, he hasn't also
2: in. He was also pitched for the Cubs in the World Series, but he almost he had a home run hit off of him by that Rajay Davis. Yeah, that is true. He doesn't really. But there's only one
0: person. Well, maybe two or three that know why he threw that pitch.
2: Yeah, and they're the only ones that are ever going to know. I know. It's a weird... A lot of things that I feel like people wish they did different, and then they didn't do different, and it's just kind of like a a what-if type situation.
0: What could have happened? We'll say that forever, and it won't be the same topic. It'll be something else
2: forever, but... That's F- going to do it today. Fellas, I just realized. What? I forgot to say my Joe's random fact of the day. Oh, Joe. We can't leave that out. Joe. Wow. Hey fellas, I We got forgot to knock off the answer from Darius because he can see. It's okay. I'll forgive you, Brandon. Go it for might take him. me a little bit. But to close out the show, Wilt Chamberlain, arguably one of the best players ever to play the game of basketball, he had how many 50-point games in his career? Too many. That is true. <laughs> so I was right? Is this
1: a multiple choice?
2: I'll, I'll give you I'll give you three three answers. Alrighty. Three multiple choice answers. Is it a 142? No. B 118. No. Or C, 98. It's 98. 118. It's 118. Hi, Darn it!
0: yes, 118. That, that
2: was up. The only reason I know that is that, well, I mean I looked it up, but also like. They had that up when James Harden has his had his like what was it like 15, 50 point games in a row or something like that. They yeah, something that. like that. They had that stat up where it's just like he's he was a ridiculous player. Yeah. But anyways, fellas, really great show today. I thought oh, I had so you stealing what? the outro. This was now. Okay, fun. Hey, well, sorry. Do you want to have the outro, Brandon? Go no, for it. you you go ahead and okay, take it, well, Joe.
1: Before sorry. the outro, <laughs> said I would just like to say thank you for having me. No, Thanks I for enjoyed this was show, fun. Yeah, I love doing we'll this. Have I'd love to do again. this again. You're a really great
0: yeah, guest. Darius, you were a great guest. And anytime, let us know and we can have you back on. You were a great guest. We appreciate having more guests. So if you want to be one, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. Joe, you can take it away.
2: All right, catch Mikes and Takes tomorrow as they upload theirs. Also, if you haven't had heard their latest episode, you can go on Spotify, Bulldog Radio, Mikes and Takes. I believe it's episode 23. They have a really good conversation with Brennan there. Uh, Anyways, just have a good weekend. We'll be back Tuesday at 11. Uh, We'll try to upload that as soon as we can. Um, Just hopefully you guys have a good, safe, fun weekend. And Darius, thanks again for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys.